the book of Revelations for yourself. Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, May 1st, 2019, for the Streams in the Desert Live internet radio broadcast coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is, It's Later Than You Might Think. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne this day, and we bow down, spiritually speaking. Lord God, we thank you for the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ and for the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day that everything that be said and done be in the words that you have prepared and ordained for this hour, that none may fall to the ground. Lord God, we give you all glory and honor and praise. Lord Jesus, I thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary that I may have eternal life if I will stay upon the straight and narrow path, not looking to the left or right, but keeping my eyes and ears spiritually steadfast upon you, walking in the power, working, and anointing of your Holy Spirit, knowing God's word, knowing it well, and knowing it correctly for myself. And Holy Spirit, have your way in this day, and let us begin. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we open the show for today, it is with scripture found in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God." having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. From such, turn away, says the Lord God, by way of his Holy Spirit, in the words written by the Apostle Paul. With that said, my friends, there are a couple of very important things going on 
uh, and end to the show for today that the Holy Spirit is prompting me to share with you. Here at 11.59 in split seconds, just before the imminent return of the one and only true and living God's one and only begotten Son, who is the Lord and only Savior of the world and is none other than Jesus Christ, and is this. Back in late December 2018, the Lord God spoke to me by way of the small, still voice of his Holy Spirit, and this is what he had to say, my friends, by first pointing me to Scripture found in Matthew chapter 24, verses 34 through 39, in which Jesus himself is speaking and states, Verily, I say, I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Jesus continues by saying, But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, listen up closely, my friends, because this is where the Lord God spoke these words to me at the end of December of 2018. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, just as we are now in the days just before the rapture, my friends, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not, my friends, until the flood came. And took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. My friends, Noah and his family, a total of eight people, were the only people that were saved off of the earth before the flood. They were in the ark and they made it through to the other side. The entire known world at that time perished because they would not listen to the message that God was sending them. And that was to get ready and get into the ark of safety. And that ark of safety, my friends, was a type and shadow of the Lord Jesus Christ that would come not only for the Jewish people, but for the world at large as well. Right after that, in January of 2019, the Lord also spoke to me very urgently and said that the most important thing to get done this year is to see that people understood what it means to be saved and to be ready watching and waiting and praying, my friends, for me, the Lord says, because I am coming back soon and very soon, sooner than most might think. And with that said, my friends, the next thing that I need to share with you is a very short, little, but massively powerful and impacting vision dream that the Lord God visited and audibly spoke to me in back in the year 1977. In this vision dream, I was walking in what for a moment looked like the courtyard of my grade school, which was laid out in a square Part of it was a covered walkway, and in the center of the square, there was a grassy area. Now, as I walked under the covering of the walkway, all of a sudden, I was no longer in the school courtyard. I was now on a very busy New York City street. 
And as I walked, I had to walk at a pace that was almost a run. Things were so very hustle bustle. It was wall to wall people walking on the busy street and crisscrossing what once was the grassy square, but now had become concrete. People were going every which way, my friends. And one interesting point is that they all seemed to be in their own little world as they hurried. And it wasn't until just a couple of years ago when recounting this vision dream that the Lord God allowed me to remember a detail that I had not remembered since 1977. Probably because I would have at the time, not even known how to describe it. But that detail that I would remember, my friends, that I would come to remember just a year or two ago, is that one of the reasons that people seem to be, as I said before, in their own little world, is because they, as they walked, they were all talking on cell phones. So I am trying to keep the pace with the people I'm walking with on the sidewalk, none of which I know in any way. They are all total strangers to me. As I had just been dropped in by the Spirit of God into this scene, my friends, is called transportation in the Spirit. So I had to immediately begin to keep up a quick pace as I scoped out what was going on around me. I then noticed that a man walking in front of me on the sidewalk, was wearing a London Fog trench coat, of which I was examining from the back, thinking of how very expensive it was. When all of a sudden, he just came to a screeching halt right in front of me, so that, so much so, my friends, that I had to immediately freeze in my tracks, so that, as not to run right into the back of him, which turned out to be a simply smashing good idea and thing to do and a good thing that I did because when he stopped he immediately turned facing to the right and lifted his hand in which he ha- in which he held some sort of caliber of a gun and began to randomly start shooting the people that were crisscrossing the square as he began to fire the shots At every shot he fired, the noonday sky began in a split second to turn from intensely bright light to a massively black night. And this was taking place as quickly as he was pulling the trigger. Intense, my friends, intense bright to a massive black night. And... At the same time, the Lord God began to audibly speak from heaven in a resoundingly booming and thunderous voice to the people present in this scene. The thunderous words that he spake in this vision dream, of which at the sounding of each of them literally shook you to your very core, my friends, were these I am sick and tired of the way that you people have done. And 
in the split second that he stopped speaking, the vision dream ended. To this very day and hour, I can still hear God's booming and thunderous words, each word being conveyed as the sound of mass rolling thunder voicing his displeasure towards those of mankind who have not and will not turn from their sin and wicked ways to him by way of asking his one and only begotten son who is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive them of their sins and to begin to walk in a personal relationship with him who there again is Jesus Christ and is he who is soon and very soon to return for all who belong to him at his appearing in the rapture. My friends, now that the stage has been set, let us move forward to our first piece of the day in which I would like to present to you another vision of which is being shared by Mr. Michael T. Snyder of the economiccollapseblog.com that was passed on to him, of which he posted to his site yesterday, April 30th, 2019, and is titled, In 1976, Mary Ann Brown was given a stunningly accurate vision of the future of America, of which Mr. Snyder begins thusly by stating a prophetic vision of America's future that was received 43 years ago appears to speak about the times that we are now heading right into. He says, in 1976, a woman of God named Mary Ann Brown was given an extended vision that consists of pictures and words. Under each picture, the words appeared branded in fire. Mr. Snyder continues by sharing when he further states she correctly saw that there would be a rise in homosexuality and that it would become accepted by all the major institutions of our society. He goes on to add that in 1976 that would have been unthinkable. He then says she also saw that same-sex marriages would begin to happen and that they would even be accepted by many churches. And then he interjects that it is definitely happening today. He says that is definitely happening today. And so it is, my friends, and so it is. In addition, says Mr. Snyder, she correctly foresaw that television would take the place of parents, gang activity would rise, and great sexual immorality would even infect Christian leadership. He then explains, as you will see below, her vision was right on the money, time after time, but many of the things that she saw have not happened yet. He continues by sharing, the Lord showed her that there would be a total economic collapse, raging epidemics, chaos, violence, civil, unre civil unrest, and unprecedented natural disasters. Mr. Snyder then chillingly states, if her vision is truly accurate, and so far 
it has been, then America is heading for a time of judgment that is more horrific than most people would dare to imagine. Moving forward, Mr. Snyder shares the following is Marianne Brown's 1976 vision, exactly as it was passed along to me. The vision of the Lord, April 1976, as given to Marianne Brown, which begins with this scripture from the word of God found in Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 and 3. And is where Habakkuk states, quote, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tablets, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak, and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come, and will not tarry. Then says Miss Brown, I saw pictures and words, the words that I saw under each picture appeared branded in fire. With that said, my friends, Miss Brown's vision is laid out in 17 visions, pictures, or images, if you will, each accompanied by the words she states that were branded in fire and are from the Lord God. The vision begins. Vision 1. The vision opens in New York, my friends. Where did I tell you I ended up on the busy street in New York City? And my vision dream was one year after her vision. The vision opens in New York City. The vision opens in New York with the Statue of Liberty. She was tilted they had to put her up on crutches and covered her with paint. A little FYI for you, my friends. Between 1984 and 1986, the Statue of Liberty underwent a massive makeover. Her first big restoration since having landed on Liberty Island in 1886, exactly 100 years before. Scaffolding was erected and she was painted but to date, she has never tilted in any way. So that part of the vision is still to come. Now for the words that were branded in fire from the mouth of the Lord God are as follows. When you see her this way, it is the beginning of great sorrow and deception for your nation. Vision number two. In this vision, I saw a map of the United States with lights big and small all over. I knew they were churches. A sonic boom comes and shakes the map. Some stay the same. Others become bigger. Revival has come by the power of God. Now, my friends, for the words branded in fire, of which the Lord God spake concerning this portion of the vision. Do not be deceived. It is the angel of light. My friends, the angel of light is in reference to Satan and his ministers of darkness that mimic those of God's ministers of light and can be found in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 14 and 15. 
Vision number three. I saw banks with padlocks on the doors, one after another. Now, for the words branded in fire, spoken by the mouth of the one and only true and living God. The God of America, says the Lord God, will fail. So that tells you it's not him, it's Satan. And not provide bringing great confusion on the earth. Vision number four. I saw large businesses no longer there. Gone. Broke. Devastation. All hope. Gone. Now, for the words branded in fire, spoken by the mouth of the living God. Difficult times. Fear will be released. Money tight will affect the church where she will become more money-minded than people-minded. Gold will rise in prices. People will try to find security in gold, but it will not be found. This will set up the new world order monetary system. Vision number five. I saw a black cloud enter many people. They were filled with confusion, depression, and hopelessness. Now, for the branded words in fire, spoken by the mouth of the Lord God. Suicide will follow the spirit of death. Pills and guns will be seen on the uprise. Vision number six. I saw earthquakes and volcanic eruptions, drastic weather changes in California, Texas, Alabama, Tennessee, Washington, and Alaska. Off the Richter scale, she says, St. Louis. Volcanoes of great forces. Whole cities being destroyed. Now, for the words branded in fire as spoken by the Lord God. God causing, or in other words, my friends, allowing fear so that men will hear the call, return, and repent. Vision number seven. I saw food lines as far as the eye could see. Food will begin to dwindle because of no rain and floods. It will be a difficult time. Men will go wild because of a spirit to survive. Anger, riots, murder, people will fear to come out of their homes. Now, for the words of the Lord God, as branded in fire. Return to the cross to die to self, he says. The church will stop preaching the cross and its power, which is life in the blood. And the Lord had me to add this, my friends. And the indwelling power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. Vision number eight. I saw epidemics break out everywhere. Medical help will be impossible to have for many. Return of diseases that once were gone. Now for the words branded in fire of the Lord God, of which are as follows. Even many of my people will forget. I am Jehovah Rapha, the healer. 
because of what I see. Vision number nine. I saw hell come down to deceive, if possible, even God's people. The morals inside the church will be the same as the world. A demonic spirit of perversion and filth so intense it will turn men's minds to evil. Many will fall inside the church because of a love affair with the world, not with me. Now for the words branded in fire from the same who is the one and only true and living God of heaven earth as well as the creator of mankind not to mention the land and people of israel my people must hear as in the days of noah they must come out of religion into relationship and enter in to covenant they will not believe that a flood or the rapture, my friends, is coming. He says, many. Vision number 10. I saw an uprising in homosexuality. It will begin to be accepted in the government, in the educational system, in the family, in the church. In the church, same-sex marriages will be encouraged to live free. The moral fiber of the country will cave in now for the words of God, of which are branded in the fire. People will love themselves, not God. My people must press in having passion for God. Vision number 11, I saw ministry coming down like falling stars because of immorality, divorce, affairs, homosexuality, sin not dealt with, none of which bring shame or carry a stigma any longer. Satan in many cases will win their hearts, says the Lord, because they refuse to lay the axe to the root, and they will have no discernment. Now for the words branded in the fire by way of the voice of the one and only true and living God's one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. Take heart, I will come to cleanse and judge my house. It belongs to me. Endure to the end. I am with you. And will not forsake you. And on that glorious and victorious note, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we together may see what the rest of Miss Marianne Brown's vision holds and just why it's later than you might think. the light from getting through we do 
wish that you could see it all made new We do Is all creation groaning? It is Is a new creation coming? It is Is the glory of the Lord to be See what happens when you ask the Lord for a new song for your show? Fantastic. Mark Martell doing a cover of Is He Worthy? 
Okay, now my friends, to pick up where we left off brings us to vision number 12. Miss Marianne Brown's vision from the Lord God and um, is where she states, I saw the Bible open wide false doctrines that make men turn to end-time events. Faith centered on man rather than on truth. Extremes will draw people away with itching ears. The Antichrist and end times will be more important and the angel of light inside the church. Families will fall apart because of focus on wealth, instead of home and surrendering to Jesus Christ and his lordship. Focus on end times will become, in other words, my friends, a stumbling block to many, instead of the times that we are now living in. Now for the words branded in fire from the wisdom and mouth of the one and only true and living God. Be not deceived by all that seems right and good. It will be an hour where it is not right and wrong. Where it is not right versus wrong. But God's way versus man's way and God's way versus easy way. Vision number 13. I saw the Gangs on the uprise, substitute families, no communication with parents, no love, no time invested. The TV will become their parents, full of crime, violence, sex, anger, rebellion. Now for the words branded in fire by the sword and the spirit of the one and only true and living God. Many will not see because they are so caught up in self. They have little or no time for their children. They cannot hear their cry. Yes, my friends, it is true. The parents of today, for the most part, cannot hear the cry of their children left behind by their parents in a hot car to die or the cry of their teens, imminent departure by way of suicide, because they have no hope, which is only found in a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, and is due to the fact that their parents do not know the Lord Jesus Christ either. Vision number 14. I saw hypocrisy rise in the church. Drinking, drugs, sex will be the preacher's lives. They will preach against these very things while they themselves are engaged in sinful activities. The church will begin to lose her influence with believers in the world. Now for the words branded in fire. Remember, the enemy in the last day will come into the church. Watch, fast, and pray. There will be a great falling away, says the Lord God Almighty.
Vision number 15. I saw riots, chaos, murder, lack of food. People will be like animals. It will make room for the one world government, the one world currency, and the one world church. The Antichrist spirit will be behind it. I saw government, civilians, military, and churches being moved to make room for the Antichrist in the midst of desperation, depression, and lawlessness. Now, for the words branded in fire of the one and only true and living God. Guard your heart and mind to stay focused on him who is Jesus Christ, my friends, and his kingdom. Vision number 16. I saw Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego, Washington State, Washington, D.C., Boston, Newark, New York City, Nashville, Little Rock, on fire. Cities burning, St. Louis on fire. Now for the words branded in fire by the one and only true and living God's one and only begotten Son, who is none other than Jesus Christ. Look to me, I am the author and finisher of your faith. Look up, I am very near. Vision number 17. My friends, number 17 is the last part of this vision portion of the show. And the number 17 is a number associated with victory and to the word of God. Miss Mary Ann Brown states, I saw land burned, oceans, rivers, and seas full of death. I saw the whole earth groaning for his coming. The he of whom she speaks of my friends is none other than the Lord and only Savior of mankind, and his name is Jesus Christ. My friends, we see daily in the news the destruction of the beauty that has been on loan to mankind, of which they have not taken care of. Just yesterday, I saw an article and a heartbreaking picture speaking to the fact that somewhere in the world, this very hour at the time that I was seeing it, they were literally throwing firebombs at a mom and baby elephant as they walked along the road. And I saw a big, huge, round burn mark on the hide of the mom. I was so saddened by this scene, my friends, perpetuated by and perpetrated by mankind as God looked on from heaven. Now, it is once more on to the last set of words branded in fire by the true and living God of which state. Tell my church to wake up, return to me. I am the only hope. Men's hearts will fail them for fear. Stay full of the Holy Ghost. I am in control, says the Lord. Miss Brown ends this 
prophetic vision, my friends, and words branded in fire from the one and only true and living God with these words. I believe Christians in the days and years ahead will be tested and tempted. Remember, he, the Lord Jesus Christ, that is, my friends, is a deliverer. Remember, we are not destined for destruction. His kingdom is coming on earth, she says. Stay faithful to him who once again, my friends, is Jesus Christ, who is the only Savior of the world and is the very reason that Jesus gives us this account in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, where he states, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him, who is Jesus Christ, my friends, might be saved. The reason the word of God says might be saved is because you have a free will. You either choose to be saved by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that was once paid for all mankind, or you choose to go with Satan by living your life in a way that's unpleasing to God after he's given the very life of his one and only begotten son for you. If you were the only person upon the face of the planet, my friends, he still would have given his life to buy you back if you wanted to be bought back. The word of God continues by saying, He that believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, is not condemned. But the word of God also goes on to say, But he that believeth not is condemned already. So if you want to go to hell and on to the lake of fire, my friends, and you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, which would be the only reason you'd want to go on to hell and to the lake of fire. Just keep doing what you're doing. Keep rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ. Keep mocking his people. Keep mocking his word. And my friends, you will one day find yourself right there. Because the word of God continues by saying that the reason that you found yourself there is because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. The only begotten Son of God, my friends, is Jesus Christ. We can all become sons and daughters of the Lord God through Jesus Christ. But his one and only begotten Son is Jesus Christ and was the only one who was, yes, he was and is worthy to take our place because he had no sin. And continuing on to John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6, Jesus says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, Jesus said. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, Jesus said, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whether I go, ye know, 
and the way, which means method, my friends. The word way means method. And the way, Jesus said, you know, or the method on how to get to where I am, you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way or the method? Jesus said unto him, I am the way. I am the method. In other words, my friends, is what he said. The truth and the life, as in regard to eternal life. Jesus said, no man comes unto the Father but by me. Paul tells us in Romans chapter 3, verse 23, by way of the anointing of God's Holy Spirit, quote, for all have sinned. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And again, in Romans chapter 6, 23, Paul shares by way of the power and working of God's Holy Spirit when he states, quote, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And it is for this very reason that Paul speaks, speaking rather, once again, reminds us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18, and on into 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 through 13, of the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ in the rapture, of which, mind you, my friends, the unsaved world at large knows not of and is neither looking for it. When Paul shares, beginning in verse 13, quote, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren. He says to those who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, I don't want you to be without understanding about this particular subject. I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words." If you haven't already noticed, my friends, Paul is speaking to those who already walk with the Lord Jesus Christ here. He's not speaking to scoffers and those who reject the Lord Jesus Christ. He's just giving the good news about what's coming next for those who do walk with the Lord already. So this is why, my friends, you don't want to be on the outside looking in when you can hear of things like this, that are about to take place, that the world at large who is unsaved, ungodly, and backslidden has no part in. My friends, you want to be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ, for he is soon 
to come. And most of the world will be as they were in the days prior to the flood, not realizing that he has already come and gone by the time it is all over and that they have been left behind to endure the mark of the beast, which dooms your soul for all eternity, and then be cast by the Lord Jesus Christ into the lake of fire at his return. Because, my friends, that is what the Bible says will happen. Now, moving right into 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning at verse 1, Paul continues by saying, But of the times and the seasons, brethren, those who walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, ye have no need that I write unto you, for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. What I just tell you, the world at large doesn't see when the Lord Jesus Christ comes in the rapture. The first time they get to see him is after the time of great tribulation is over and they're being cast into the lake of fire because they just couldn't find time to make time for the Lord Jesus Christ in this life. So therefore, they can continue their eternity in the lake of fire with Satan, the false prophet, the Antichrist, and all who decided that Satan was more important than God. And pleasures of this world were more important than eternal life that the Lord Jesus Christ poured out his blood upon the cross of Calvary for. The word of God continues by saying, For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, and when you see therefore, my friends, you need to see what it's there for. Therefore, Paul says, let us not sleep as do others. That would be spiritually speaking, my friends. Don't sleep, spiritually speaking. But let us watch and be sober in the spirit and in the spiritual things of the Lord God, my friends, knowing God's word, knowing it well, and know it correctly for yourself. For they that sleep spiritually, my friends, sleep in the night. That's when you go to the bars. That's when you look for the hookers. That's when you do the drugs in the dark recesses of this earth in the night. And they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for an helmet, the hope of salvation. Who is Jesus Christ, my friends? For God has not, let me just say that one more time, for God hath not appointed us who walk with the Lord Jesus Christ, my friends, to wrath. For the Lord God has not appointed us to wrap, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, who will believe in him, my friends, which is available to the whole world, but the whole world is not going to accept it. Who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we shall live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together says the word of God, and edify or teach one another. 
even as also ye do. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace among yourselves. With that said, my friends, we then find in Revelation chapter 3, verses 20 through 22, the Lord Jesus Christ himself giving to all who will receive it an invitation to partake in this eternal life by way of salvation through the precious and holy shed blood that he shed upon the cross of Calvary for the payment of the sins of all mankind once and for all. When he states, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. That door, my friends, is the door of your heart. If any man hear my voice and open the door of your heart, my friends, Jesus said, I will come into him, and I will sup with him, and he with me. Jesus said, To him that overcometh the things of this world is what he's talking about, my friends. The things that sinners do that we don't do because we're not on our way to hell, we're on our way to eternal life. To him that overcomes, Jesus said, I will grant to sit with me in my throne. The word throne here, my friends, is being translated to power. Even as I, Jesus said, also overcame the things of this world, my friends, even unto death. Jesus says, and am set down with my father in his throne or power, my friends. Jesus said, he that has an ear, which would mean a spiritual ear, my friends, to hear the things of God by way of his Holy Spirit. Jesus said, let him hear what the Spirit, with a capital S, in regards to the fact that it is the Holy Spirit speaking, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. My friends, the word churches here is not many churches. There's only one church of the Lord Jesus Christ. One. It's not the Catholic Church. It's not the Baptist Church. It's not the Pentecostal Church. It's not any denomination. Now, you can certainly be Pentecostal, man, because I'm telling you, I am dyed in the wool Pentecost. But it is not by the ways of man in this world. It is by the pages of God's word and what he said Pentecost was, is, and always will be, and is the day that the power and working and anointing of his Holy Spirit came down to not only dwell with men, but to indwell men that his spirit would be able through his precious people to do the work that he has prepared and ordained to be done in this world. The word churches, my friends, means people. Everybody's always harping on the fact that a church is not the four walls, but it's the people within the church. So let's use that when we look at what the Lord is saying right here. Let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches or the people that supposedly belong to the Lord. And as for all who choose to decline this free gift, given freely by 
the Lord God through the gift of his one and only begotten son, who is none other than Jesus Christ, the only savior of the world. Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15, where John the Revelator is speaking, has this to say to you. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. Who is the them? It's all the people I just told you about. Don't have time for God. People who claim to be Christians who are not. People who don't want to be Christians. People who mock Christians. All this kind of stuff. Because see, in reality, you're not mocking us. You're mocking God and his son upon the cross of Calvary, who came down and brought eternal life with him. There was no place found for them. John says, and I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. Because now, my friends, we're at the great white throne judgment of God, which is the final judgment of all mankind throughout all the history of this world. And it comes after the millennial kingdom time is over. And it is the final act between God and Satan. And God is putting to rest everything that is evil for all eternity, including Satan, because he will at that time be cast into the lake of fire with all of his friends that followed him. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were open. Now those books are the books where all your fantastic names are written that are going to hell in a handbasket and end up in the lake of fire for all eternity. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God and the books were open. And another book was open, which is the book of life. And is where your name is written, my friends, by the angels of heaven when you receive the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the Lord looks upon the heart, not on the outside. So you can say whatever you want on the outside, but you're not fooling God because he knows the end from the beginning because he created you. The book, another book was open, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. We don't get to heaven by works, my friends. We get to heaven by the blood of Jesus and receiving it and acknowledging it to this dying world. And the works we do from there on are condoned by God because they're under the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And the sea gave up the dead which were in them, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works, not what Jesus Christ did upon the cross of Calvary. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, says the word of God. My friends, the second death is to forever be separated from Jesus Christ, from God and from his Holy Spirit, from heaven and from everybody you knew on this earth that tried to point you in the direction of a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So my friends, 
Just before we close, I would like to give you a chance to make a decision that will follow you from this day forward on into eternity. If you were in this day to take your last breath among the land of the living, this decision is based upon the fact that Jesus Christ is your only hope of eternal life. And to avoid hell and at the end of all things, the lake of fire just mentioned in Revelation chapter 20 verses 11 through 15. Remember, my friends, this is the very word of God. Revelation chapter 20 verses 11 through 15. So you can rebel against man, but you won't always be able to rebel against God because he is the last word. And the last word is, whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And it is soon approaching, my friends. We have things to do, but the fact is, is at the rapture, a division is going to be made. Anybody that's on this side of the rapture who knew to be ready, but who was not on the other side of the rapture, you're headed for the lake of fire if you did not give over to the Lord on this side. There are other people on the other side of the rapture that the Lord God only knows about himself that are going to make it uh, by having their heads chopped off. Well, I'd venture to say anybody I know around here that already doesn't receive the Lord, they're not going to be able to deal with having their head chopped off on the other side, and they won't have that luxury anyway, because anybody who knew to be ready on this side, but who was not, the Lord will not allow them on the other side to be received up into glory. My friends, the Word of God bears it out. He says that those on the other side who knew to be already on this side will be made to believe the lie of the Antichrist. With that said, today is the day of salvation. You need to ask the Lord God to come into your heart by way of his son, Jesus Christ, who paid the price for us. Just say, Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to please forgive me of my sins this day. I ask that you would wash me as white as snow. I ask that from this day forward that the power working anointing of your Holy Spirit would begin to work in my life. And that I would have the urge to seek the Lord God for the indwelling power with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. That I may know God's word, know it well, and know it correctly for myself, and be ready watching and waiting and praying for your imminent return in the rapture, because it is later than you might think. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. With that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee, the Lord make his face to shine upon thee, and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks.
where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?